As we continue on Opportunity Detroit, it's great to turn to our old friend Eric Larson, CEO of the Downtown Detroit Partnership. Now, I've worked with Eric for years and admired him and his work uh, uh, as, uh, you know, he's a founder of Larson Realty Group, privately owned company engaged in real estate, investment development, asset management, and leasing. Uh, and he's uh, such a big and important part of the Downtown Detroit Partnership. But, but uh, Eric, welcome to the program. And for those people who may not be familiar with you, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Uh, Paul W., it's so good to be with you. And, yes, we have, we have uh, you know, spent a lot of time together and, and thankfully had some uh, not only great times but also some real success. And, and I think it's really that partnership that brought me uh, to not only the downtown Detroit partnership, but just the overall sort of community engagement that both of us find so rewarding. Um, so, you know, I, I actually did not grow up in Detroit. Uh, I grew up on the East Coast, uh, came to Detroit uh, later in my life uh, through a real estate company based in Houston, Hines, to build one Detroit center, which was the first high rise uh, to be built in the downtown in, I think, uh, something like 40 years. Uh, and then, you know, realized that this was a really unique community and one that I wanted to stick with. And so I've been here ever since. And that was in the mid 80s and, and have not left. Um, and as you had suggested, you know, I've had the, the real the real benefit of uh, not only being part of the downtown Detroit partnership, which is the stu- organization that stewards so many of the activities in the core of our city and is led by the, the business, public and foundation leadership in our community. Uh, but I also have had some fun doing some real estate projects like uh, the, re- the redevelopment of the old Tiger Stadium and a few other things uh, around the region. So been uh, blessed with, you know, with, uh, you know, being part of a, an incredible community and, and surrounded by great friends like you. Well, and you've, uh, you've worked hard. You have done a great job of tirelessly uh, making downtown an easier place to do business. Uh, simpler to navigate, uh, safer, more inviting place to visit and live. Uh, And as an advocate of business, you were right out there pitching for Detroit to get the 2024 NFL draft, and it's happened, and we have it. So from your vantage point, uh, I'm wondering, Eric Larson, how you see this impacting downtown Detroit and the surrounding areas. Yeah, I mean, Paul, the, the Downtown Detroit Partnership actually is an organization that has been around for 100 years. And, and our focus has always been in not, you know, supplementing or, you know, replacing the activities that, you know, the public sector and city services are required, but really augmenting that and creating, you know, more of a sustained environment for opportunities like what we now are talking about in the draft. And so, you know, while I don't know that everything that we've done over the hundred years led up to the draft, a good bit of it has. And if you think about the backdrop that we all have created for any of these large events, uh, whether it's through the public spaces, whether it's through the consistency and, and strength of our leadership, both, you know, private sector and public sector, if it's, uh, you know, through the investments that have been made to both improve, but also attract all of that has led to this. And, and I have to, you know, give a big shout out, obviously, to the Detroit, the, the sport, Detroit Sports Commission, uh, you know, led obviously, um, you know, you know, by uh, Mark Hollis, um, but also Visit Detroit uh, and Claude Molinari and his team. You know, that that uh, uh, that group really put this uh, host uh, committee together uh, with the city of, of Detroit 
And what these sports events, Paul, we've talked about this. I mean, what they mean for a community is not just uh, the visibility. Um, we've all said that it's incredibly important for people to actually come and experience Detroit, not hear through what is often the mainstream media's sort of tainted vision of Detroit or past, you know, reality of Detroit. We have to get people here, and these kinds of events are so critical in being able to expose Detroit and the progress that we've made and the opportunity that exists. Uh, so that that one is is critical. I think the other is it's a real uh, opportunity for the um, for the community to continue to come together to make some really lasting uh, improvements uh, and and investments in our community. You know these events require a big buildup in order to host them, and you know we have been very smart in when we make those investments that those investments aren't just for the three days, for instance, with the draft that it's going to be here, but they last well beyond. And then last, you know, there is a huge economic uh, impact opportunity. And, and you know, it, it, can't, it can't be underscored. Um, you know, in Nashville, they projected $260 million economic impact uh, and over 600,000 visitors. I think we're going to, you know, I obviously am biased, but I think we're going to exceed every bit of what Nashville was able to do because Detroit is a sports town. It's within 500 miles of most of the major, you know, uh, uh, sporting uh, teams. And I think that uh, we're going to do a great job of pulling uh, people in here to see Detroit in, in a way they haven't seen it before. No doubt about it. And uh, in your capable hands, Eric Larson, CEO, Downtown Detroit Partnership. Tell us about some of the other exciting things that will be returning to downtown Detroit this summer through the DDP. Well, Paul, it's not just through the DDP. We obviously have our fingers and hands in a lot of what happens in the downtown, but it's through the partnerships that we have. And, you know, there's an organization that's near and dear to both of us, the parade company. It's returning the fireworks uh, this summer back downtown uh, after, obviously, some, you know, COVID-related impacts. That's huge for us as well as the community. Also, I think about the excitement that you and I have every every summer with the Grand Prix. This will be the last year uh, that it'll be held on on Belle Isle. Um, that obviously has been a really important aspect uh, and opportunity for the city, but it's going to be even a bigger event, and it will be an event, not just a race in the downtown coming back uh, in the center of the city in, in 2023, similar to the, the draft. Uh, the economic uptick for that is is massive, but I think the thing that is even more exciting for events that that like the draft and like the Grand Prix that are held in the core of our city, within 20 minutes we have over 16 hotels, we have over 100 restaurants and, and bars, and we have over 60 retail establishments. Those are all many of uh, many of those are small local businesses that will see direct impact and positivity through these kinds of events, and so. That's really exciting. Obviously, all of our big things like the Jazz Fest, uh, our, you know, our own downtown Detroit tree lighting in partnership with DTE, all of those are coming back. They're bigger. Um, they're more uh, cherished, I believe, uh, having come through the last two years of what our community has. And I'm very excited for many new opportunities. I mean, Visit Detroit and the Sports Commission just got off of a really successful run with the NCAA wrestling uh, championship here in the city of Detroit. We have all four major league sports venues in the downtown, very unique for a city. And we're capitalizing on all of those investments. And, and Paul, you know, you and I are, are, uh, are huge fans and um, a bit, a bit 
bit of homers, but uh, I have never experienced more excitement, more energy, and more focus uh, than I have coming out of uh, the last two years that we've seen. Well, I'll tell you, you know, uh, and the same names keep coming up, and there are lots more, but it, we hear Eric Larson. You mentioned the parade. We hear about Tony Michaels. Uh, we mentioned the Grand Prix. We hear about Roger Penske and Bud Denker. And, and, the, and the 2022 Grand Prix, just around the corner, rather, literally, um, that, that brings with it a lot of exciting features, as well as, as we've discussed, the last time it will be on Belle Isle. And I see all kinds of positive uh, uh, f- I guess, tied in benefits for it being back in the streets of Detroit. Oh, it's Paul. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, as I mentioned, you know, not only the, the local business community that's impacted, but you know, the, the, the actual economic impact, you know, is going to be over $77 million. Uh, and I think that's woefully underestimated because I think people are not only going to make it a, a weekend event, they're going to make it a week event. And that's, I think, what we're going to see with a lot of these things, like the, the draft, where there is a, uh, a a pre-party, you know, uh, and then, you know, a hangover well after. And I think that the other thing is uh, that w- what we can't underestimate is the ability for these events to uh, open themselves up to the public. Uh, the Grand Prix is a great example. Bud Denker and Roger Penske have made it very, very much a part of their their focus and purpose in bringing the Grand Prix back into the downtown to have 50% of that that course, that viewing area open to the public, unticketed. Um, that that just doesn't typically happen in these big, you know, sort of sporting events that are nationally televised. I mean, think about the two over two million people that will be watching this around the world. Uh, you know, the race over the course of the the, the two days, and and six million people that will be watching the draft over the three days. Uh, it just you, you just can't you know underestimate and and in many ways you can't you can't you can't put a, a real value on that kind of exposure that kind of energy and and that kind of excitement uh, for our city. You know, and there is always the financial benefit that we talk about with these things coming into town. Uh, when you do again back to the Grand Prix, uh, the uh, Chevrolet Detroit to Grand Prix on Belle Isle uh, presented. Uh, by Lear Corporation, the, the the point is when it's now on the streets of Detroit, it won't be those people, those owners, managers, hearing about the financial benefit, feeling it at a certain point in time, maybe down the road or maybe that week. It's going to happen immediately because people are going to be walking into their bar, walking into their restaurant. All of these throngs of people are not going to be walled off onto an island which seemed like the right thing to be able to do at the time. But now we know having them wandering the streets of Detroit is a greater benefit. And we're going to see that immediately, aren't we? No, that's absolutely right, Paul. And, and, and it is. I mean, there, there are obviously all kinds of uh, intangible future you know, benefits, economic benefits, as well as just sort of brand benefits. But, you know, Belle Isle was really an important place to host the race. It's been a fantastic venue not only the city, but obviously the state and the DNR have been wonderful partners as, as that, that race has been produced. And over $13.5 million has gone into long-term you know, improvements on the island through the benefit of having that race there. So there's real sustained uh, both economic and, and social and community benefit to hosting it on Belle Isle for all those years. But bringing it back downtown, you're absolutely right. It's not just the bars and restaurants. 
and the shops that people are going to be in. It's the hotel rooms that people are going to be staying in, and it's going to be immediate. And then the really neat thing is every dollar that is spent locally, as opposed to ordering something online or some, you know, buying something from someplace else, every dollar that is spent locally, 80% of that is the estimate that stays and gets recirculated within the community. You know, we have the ability to employ over 16,000 work hours during that, mm. you know, the, the weekend of the of the Grand Prix. So again, individuals um, that are able to, you know, work this event um, are seeing the economic benefit and the return. So it is instant, uh, and it is and it is really can't be underscored the importance of it. Uh, it brings again uh, some real important relief to what has been a really challenging couple years. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think Paul. You know, we're on a trajectory to be a very, very attractive venue for a lot more. The way that the mayor has rallied around uh, the draft in particular, but every big event, not you know, including the Grand Prix, uh, is, a, is a real indication that he understands and recognizes and his administration is supportive of the, 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 the impact and, and the, the benefits of these kinds of, uh, these kinds of events. Um, it doesn't take away the need to continue to work on some of the other things that the Downtown Detroit Partnership works on every day, and that's you know, some of the systemic social and, and, and long-term sort of business um, needs and opportunities in our community. But it sure is a, lot, a, a really fun way to generate some great excitement and some incredible revenue. Absolutely right. Always a pleasure, Eric. We'll talk again soon. Great to be with you. Thank er- you. Eric Larson, CEO of Downtown Detroit Partnership as we continue on Opportunity Detroit.